Hey guys, this is Seth. And this is Rich. And, and welcome, welcome to the Adulting, Adulting Podcast. Podcast. Hey friends, welcome back to the Adulting Podcast. How are you, Rich? Mm. I'm sorry, I'm just eating your mom's cookies. They're like so good. I know, right? It's mm. just really getting good at this. And the texture, it's just... Sorry, glass of water? Spot on. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, it's just, it's really, um, I don't know, it's really smooth, but like, it's, oh, anyways, I love them. They're it's really good. It's so made. Yeah. fresh. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm fine. Like, the cookies are really light, brightening up my mood because uh, the weather, horrible. Girl, yeah. I swear to God, it's so depressing. Like, mm-hmm. I used to wake up before and the sun would illuminate my condo. Like, no lights needed, right? Yeah. But now, it's dark in the morning. I can't even see, like, I have to turn on the lights. Ugh. What? You don't like turning the lights on? No, I, I like the natural light to illuminate my the room that I'm in. I don't know. It's my thing. My brother is the same, though. He's literally always studying in the dark with the curtains pulled. When I moved out by myself, I was like, oh, this is what light feels like during the day. <laughs> Isn't your boyfriend like that, too? But with sounds, right? Ugh, I swear, he hates loud noises. I mean, everybody does, right? But him, he just hates them more. Yeah, boyfriends. We love him. We hate him. That's exactly it. Do you really think we're going to be able to put up with them for the rest of our lives? Who, our boyfriends? Yeah. Well, you know, those little things they're OCD on. I mean, that's the decision you have to make, right? I think yeah. at some point, and sorry guys if y'all think I'm pessimistic, but nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. I gotta work hey, it. Hey, I, I get, get it again till I get it right. Uh, no, but for, for real, everyone, everyone has flaws and annoying things about them. But it's all about the person you choose to accept these flaws for. You know what I'm saying? Like a friend once told me that you're not in a relationship with a person's qualities, but with their flaws. Mm-hmm. Can I tolerate these flaws? So you don't believe in true love? Oh no, of course I do. But we've said it in our past episodes. I think you fall in love with people for the positive things about them. Like, oh, he's tall. He's cute. He's smart. Mm. Uh, he's funny. But after the honeymoon phase, everyone starts to see the flaws. And you have to ask yourself, are the flaws worth it? Can I live with these flaws for the rest of my life? Yeah, because it's rare that people's flaws really drastically change. They can work on them, but some of them are always going to be there. Exactly. People have to know that love isn't always beautiful. It's hard. It's challenging. And sometimes the grass can look greener on the other side. Right. It's so easy to compare yourself and Mm -hmm. think, oh, this couple seems to have everything under control and they love each other like crazy. Or, oh, this other guy doesn't seem as complicated and has qualities my boyfriend doesn't have. Maybe I should go for him. It's so easy. But at the same time, you have to resist temptation because most of the time, it's not worth it. Not worth it. You know, a study by the Rich Institute of Statistics showed that 85% of people who cheat regret it afterwards. <laughs> Did you just cite yourself as a scientific resource? I sure as hell am not going to start looking up statistics on cheating. Oh like, to God. me, people who do research are literally heroes. Yeah. I cannot. Research is, it's just blah. I I can't deal with it. I find it so annoying to do, and it's too focused on the details. Mm -hmm. But but I applaud people that do research, though. Yeah, thank you for your service. Literally getting out of this pandemic, thanks to you guys. We need that in order to advance. Yeah, but I personally can't. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. It's like firefighters. Thank you for doing what you do. I couldn't. I thought this podcast was supposed to be chill. You know, now we're talking about school and research. But honestly, you know, I can't stand writing papers either. Sorry, I will 100% follow what science says. <laughs> I just can't do the We're research for We're not anti-vaxxers here. No, no, trust me. No, no, I'm not. I swear. I swear. 
So the Rich Institute of Statistics says. Yes, the Rich Institute of Statistics. Okay, never mind the number, but think about it. Like we all know people who cheated on their partner. Yeah. And everyone I know pretty much regretted it right afterwards. Mm-hmm. Some people regret the actions towards their partner, like they base it on them. Yeah. But other times, people say that it wasn't that amazing. Sometimes yeah. the lust and the temptation can be so big, but you end up just being disappointed. Or people who leave their significant other for someone else because they lost that lust, they think they're going to find it what they're missing in another person, but it ends up being pretty much the same because a lot of it has to do with yourself. People, you shouldn't focus on these like movie type scenarios where they end up being each other's soulmate because like well, because we're not in a relationship yet, you know, you're my soulmate. Oh, that's so cute. And no offense, but I would never sleep with you. None taken. <laughs> but yeah, you shouldn't think these movies are the ideal because, well, they're just not. I mean, let's face it, there's a lot of temptation out there. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it's absolutely impossible to spend a life when nobody other than your partner is going to be attractive to you. Yeah, well, I mean, it's hard to accept this, but it's true. Let's face it, men are hot. So hot. And men can be flirty. So flirty. And it will happen that you will have doubts in your relationship. It's normal. Humans are made to ask themselves questions, to look for better, to not be content with themselves with something that's super easy. We're complicated beings. But if you're not happy in your relationship and you think you haven't found your match, I mean, then definitely keep looking. But if you're just having doubts... You need to look inwards, yeah, too. Yeah, I agree. It's normal. And temptation is normal. Mm-hmm. If, if it wasn't, then why would the Bible, one of the <laughs> oldest documents in the world, talk about it? Rich, your references today are on point. I know, right? Not to talk about religion here, but it's been here for years, for generations, for, yeah. so, for so many different mm-hmm. civilizations. Like, it's always been there. And the lessons are always the same. I think it comes down to respect. If you respect the person you're with, I don't think you would do it. I think you would tell the person at least what you did instead of hiding it. And not to justify cheaters, but sometimes the lust can be so big that you forget the other person's feelings for a while. That you become impulsive. I think that's how they can still do it. Because humans are not made to do harm voluntarily, like unless you're like a psycho. A psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I agree. I don't... I mean, I always think the best of other people, but I think cheating it always catches up to you sooner or later once they realize what you did it always catches up to you. i think it's always better to just be honest we all make mistakes yeah the feelings are normal you can't stop a person from feeling attracted like a guy's hot and nice he's hot and nice that's yeah. it you know it's just what it is but what you can't stop is to act on these feelings mm-hmm. it's your responsibility as a rational human being to use your brain to make that decision to say no yeah i agree i mean being in a relationship It's all about trust. Your partner is putting blind trust in you to not hurt them. And we know how hard it is for many people to be vulnerable, especially nowadays. Mm -hmm. And the lesson here, I think, is your partner will hurt you and you will hurt them. It's inevitable. If you have decided to spend your life together, it's bound to happen. Just like we've hurt our siblings. Yeah, that's true. You have to be realistic too, you know? Yeah, but I really like what you said, Rich. I mean, it's okay to have feelings and temptations, but you're the one who decides what you're going to do with them. You decide if your partner is worth it or if you're willing to risk everything. Thank you. (laughs) I've come to learn it in the past, especially by being part of the LGBTQ community, like where relationships are, you know, like, they're hard yeah i mean you're right it seems very different than straight relationships you know what it is what 
and that's just my opinion on this subject, right? Based on my experience in the literal field of gay relationships. Sponsored by the Rich Institute of Statistics. Stop! <laughs> okay. Uh, it's, let's say you walk in the street and you see 10 hot guys. Goals. Yeah. Well, nine out of these guys are basically in your league. Sev, they're straight. So that leaves... If my math is correct. We don't math anymore. No, it's, math is so scary. Oh my gosh. That leaves one of these 10 guys for you. Exactly. For me, that's if they're gay and if they're attracted to men, which okay. is not the same for every community under the LGBTQ umbrella, you know? But let's say one out of these 10 guys is gay. So mm-hmm. do you imagine, first of all, how hard it is for me to find a dateable guy? Yeah, because if I'd say a third or a fifth of the guys out there are dateable for me, that's like three or two of these 10 guys. But for you, that's like... Like not a lot. Yeah. Not a lot of guys in your dating pool that are actually dateable. Right. And let's push this even further. Since there aren't a lot of guys out there, we're always looking, always Mm. on the lookout for guys. So this pushes a lot of gay men to work on their social skills, their flirting skills, to always be on top of their game when meeting other people. Mm. So that's why a lot of gays have such good social skills. Mm -hmm. It's really impressive. A lot of them are very likable. And I can't say the same about straight people. (laughs) And I don't want to start stereotypes, right? That's just my opinion. But basically, if you always have to be on the lookout for someone, you start creating these social flirty habits that become so anchored in you that they're so difficult to detach yourself from, even when you're in a stable relationship. Mm, It's a pattern. Exactly. You know, it's hard to just settle, tell yourself you're okay with someone forever. I find that's a huge step in personal growth to be okay with someone and not get tempted by your surroundings because it's easy to compare your relationship to others. Yeah, I just had shivers with what you said. It was really yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, Thank so, you. Yeah, but so when things aren't going as well, some people think to themselves, hey, I'm getting older. I might not be as cute and attractive in a couple of years. Mm. Do I settle or do I leave at the slightest inconvenience and go find something better? Because, you know, maybe the grass is greener on the other side. But you know, guys, most of the time, it's not. It's not. But the thoughts are always there. Well, I mean, we're always used to looking. Yeah. I mean, dating is really difficult enough. I mean, I get why it's harder for you guys. I can't say it's harder, but it's a different reality. Dating Mm. in the gay world is is really crazy. And I mean, for lesbians, for example, it must be even crazier, right? Because I've heard the dating pool is even smaller. Right. It's like a pawn. And for uh, the others, I mean, it's like the fountain at the mall. (laughs) (laughs) What mall are you thinking of? Just have, like, what I like about my current relationship, okay, it's that if things get hard, I don't have the reflex to look somewhere else. Mm. I want to talk it out and make it work. Yeah, that's really good. It's the same for me. And I think it says a lot about us that we want for things to work for Things to work. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I, yeah. I want things to work, yeah. guys. <laughs> well, we want to choose like the harder way. Yeah, instead of taking the easy way mm-hmm. out. It means you found someone that is so special to you that you forget about these reflexes. You beat these patterns because, you know, that person's worth it. And let's face it, there's only like a few situations that you can't handle if opinions are different. Mm-hmm. Most of them, if you talk, you can find a way to compromise. Yeah. Yes, sometimes it's going to be you that's compromising more. Other times it will be them. Yeah, I think communication, we said it. Oh my god, Rich, do you know why I was so scared to go for coffee for the other with that guy the other day? Wait, which guy? I mean, it's just a friend of mine I hadn't seen for a while. Mm-hmm. He wanted to go for coffee just to catch up. I'm pretty sure he knew I had a boyfriend, but if he didn't, he sure knows now. <laughs> oh my god, were you one of those girls? What girls? Oh yeah, my boyfriend is like so cool. Oh my god, my boyfriend is so bad. He's so oh my this. God. Like always talking about your boyfriend so that they know that you have a boyfriend. Sev! I mean, no, it wasn't like that. 
But like, you know, I told him I was staying at my boyfriend's place so that the guy would see that, oh, okay, she's taken. And I even thought of telling him by text, oh, yeah, I have this dinner with my boyfriend plan later, so I can't stay too late. Maybe he was just friendly, you know? You're not that amazing. Mm. No, I'm kidding. I love you, baby. Rich, stop making fun of me. Guys, every couple has their own language or expressions, right? Well, yeah. Seth and her partners, <laughs> it's too much. I'm so oh sorry. It's like, I love you, baby. I miss you, baby. <laughs> baby, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it's way cuter than the way you talk to your boyfriend. It's like a bird who stutters. Like, can I have some vater, baby, okay. instead of baby? Uh, okay, okay. Baby. I'm so sorry, Seth. That's all the time we have for today. <laughs> I'm going to get you next time. Yeah, yeah, you will get me next time on The, the Adulting, Adulting Podcast. Podcast. Woo! Oh, my boyfriend's so cute. He just sent me a text. How surprising. You're just jealous that my boyfriend loves me. Excuse me, I'm very happy with my independent boyfriend. I was sure we'd like the same type of guys, but I guess not. See, it's all about love languages. Ooh, that's such an interesting subject. I know, right? Okay, you need to start writing. On the podcast? Okay, um... Let's let's brainstorm. Sev's boyfriend speaks a very annoying love language. (laughs) 